All right. I think, I hope, we're alive. So today is a Tevis, the day of Svarim. And uh, the Rish Koyalo, Rabbi Shuch had already mentioned what the Rebbe said that year, shortly afterwards, not to focus on the Ma'ira Danasoyan, which is a Dover Shimbri Mamish, Vomela, Laloi Kolte Elas, Vaadarava. The Rebbe said then that the Kolachayas Vaheslavas Tzorich Lias, starting from beginning with learning Sifre Vikisve Achsidus Upshita Bahakdamas Limud Nigla de Taira. Last year, for those who remember, or those who saw, we spoke about uh, we spoke on Hetevis on how Sfarim intersect with. Gneva and Halacha, that was essentially the, the theme of the year. But this year we're going to be makwit even more to stay away from anything that has even the remotest uh, whiff of Shlila. We're going to focus directly on the mile of Svarim. So specifically what I wanted to speak about is the question as to whether the reality today, the Mitzvah today, the way Svarim have come along ever since they began writing Tadish Peh and then more chiburim were composed along the way, more manuscripts, until the invention of the printing press, and after that as well, many developments, till we find ourselves in today's day and age. So the question is, does this have, do we see that this has any effect on halacha? Now, there are a number of potential angles here, but what I'm going to focus on is the big one, which is, what effect does this have on Hilchas Talmudayna? I assume we all know generally, familiar generally with the Alter Rebbe's Shitta about the mitzvah of Zikaren, the Isra of Shikhas HaTayra, Nechaz Tamatayra. Certainly hope we all are familiar with uh, his work. As we know, Nechaz Tamatayra, unlike the Alter Rebbe Shulchan Aruch, which is, which hues a lot closer to regular Shulchan Aruch and Eisekelem, Nechaz Tamatayra is a much more original and independent work and there's a lot, a lot in there that's completely new, novel. The Alter Rebbe has a lot of novel ideas and mahalchim there, and being Mazber, the Chazals, and the Halachas. And the Alter Rebbe essentially makes uh, a seder from the Sinai and uh, the many Makairis related to these issues, like as if he were one of the Rishayinim. Now there is actually, the Alter Rebbe actually has something pretty direct to say about this question, about whether Svarim have an impact on these halachas, and he seems to reject it. Now before we get to what the Alter Rebbe says, if not for the Alter Rebbe, or at least before we actually take a look at the Alter Rebbe, I would want to say, and I think sometimes this is helpful and useful when you want to learn something be'iyam, sometimes it's kedai before you delve into it, to try to ask yourself before, what do I think about it? Be mine a little bit yourself, what your instinct says, how you might think the halacha works, how you might think the, the Yisraelis work. And then once you have your own idea, your own conception, then when you're ma'ayin b'fnim, so then it resonates more, you have a stake in the, in the game, and then you can see whether that, what you thought is borne out or not and why. So we're going to try to do that. Before we start, let's just come up with a, a potential theory as to maybe how this halacha ought to work, and then we'll see what the Alter Rebbe says. What I'm saying might be influenced by a more contemporary understanding of memory and things like that. So, what is memory? 
right? So if you look it up in uh, Wikipedia, the first line uh, for memory is, memory is the faculty of the brain by which data or information is encoded, stored, and retrieved when needed. That's the definition. Sounds good. So, but when you define it that way, we can start opening our minds to other possibilities, other uh, options for storage and retrieval. I'm trying to store information and retrieve it. If that's essentially what memory is, maybe I can do that in other ways, more uh, some non-traditional ways. So let me start off with a fantastical scenario. Let's say in 10 years from now, you'll be able to have hybrid memory. You have your natural uh, implanted memory, plus you have uh, external, external memory. You can maybe put in a, an SD card, something like that. And uh, maybe you'll be able to have your brain interact with that and access information, store information, access information. Right? So let's say that was possible. Maybe you could even download a lot of information in one shot and just open it up. So would we say then that uh, you still, when it comes to learning Torah, you still, you're still mechayif to memorize and learn all the information the old-fashioned way? Or would we be open to the possibility that, hey, if you have, uh, if you have a shortcut, you have an easier way of doing it, maybe we'd be open to the possibility that uh, this also will work. I think many of us are most likely to accept that as uh, possible, halakhically. So let's advance from there to a more realistic scenario at the moment. Let's say someone is sitting and learning a sugya and went through the sugya and he wrote it up along the shima, went through all the details, he wrote it all up. Now he takes it, it's in his notebook, he puts the notebook aside and he doesn't return to the subject, he doesn't review the, uh, the subject for a while. A while later the subject comes up again doesn't necessarily remember all the details in his brain, but he has a notebook on the shelf. He pulls the notebook off the shelf, and he's able to refresh his memory. And for the sake of, at this point, let's say that while he's reading it, he feels like, oh, I'm I'm remembering. I remember all of this. Couldn't necessarily sum it at all uh, from memory, but now that I'm reading it, yeah, this is all, this is the sugya as I remember it. I remember going through this. Why is that so different than uh, sitting for... Not every memory jumps to mind instantly. Sometimes you have to sit and think for 10 minutes. What's the difference between thinking and uh, taking a piece of paper? It's stored externally. Right? You have storage, you have retrieval. More or less meets the definitions of memory. And if we're willing to accept that, then we can go even further and say, what if he reads it and says, I don't remember any of this, but it's my handwriting. I guess I uh, must have gone through all the stuff, and this is what I must have thought at the time. Does that also count as stored and retrieved? And if we accept that there's a possibility there, let's go further. What if you just go through many svarim without chazara? But it's enough. You remember enough that in the future, whenever a question comes up, you're going to know which safer to pull off the shelf. It's not your safer. It's someone else's safer. But you sort of... Uh, offloaded the, the task of mem- remembering it to that safer. You know exactly where it is. Instead of your notebook, it's uh, someone else's safer. And even beyond that, the next level would be, right? we know, like we mentioned, computers 
you have files that you actually open and close and reopen, but you can also just download a ton of files that you never opened, and then you open them at some point in the future. So what if you just memorized maybe the table of contents of a ton of Svarim, and that, that's enough to help you find what you need when you need it. Right? How much further can we go? What if you didn't memorize the table of contents, but with computers today and the power of search, which is a pretty recent development, you're pretty confident that you're able to summon what you need anyway within a minute or two. You didn't even have to bother to go through and memorize anything. Well, seems like there's something to discuss here. This is the idea to have in mind when you look at Al Tareb. So now, if you look at Al Tareb, you want to see how it fits in with what the Al Tareb says. So I gave some of you copies. Bit of an arichas there. We have to make our way through it. So I'm going to start from Sif Aleph, even though it's not in the papers. So the context is Perak Aleph was about the chiv of a father teaching his son. Perak Beis begins and says, What if your father didn't teach you anything? So then you have your own chiv to learn. And you shouldn't start, if you're starting off as an adult, don't, don't start off like a child. First with Mikra, then Mishnah, then Talmud, then Chamesh the Mikra. Don't follow that. Right away, right when you start, be Meshalish Zman Lamidasai, divide into three. Mikra, Mishnah, Mishnah that Al Tarebbe defines as Halachis Psukas Blitaimim. And nowadays, we would define Mishnah, Al Tarebbe says, as being Turin Shulchan Aruch. That would be the Shlish Mishnah. And then the Shlish Talmud, what's the Shlish Talmud? Nowadays, the Rebbe says that could be like learning the Rush and the Reis Yosef, because the Rush is the time in, well, the Rush came before the Torah, the Yosef came after the Torah, but from either angle, you see the Halachas, Barichas Yosef with uh, the Yosef, the time in. The Rebbe clarifies that that's, there's a fourth level. The fourth level is actually sitting and learning, you're being eyeing yourself. That the Rebbe says you shouldn't do at all. That's only after you finished learning all the halachas pesukas b'tamein. So that you shouldn't be doing at all. But you should be doing shlish mishnah, which is halachas pesukas, and shlish talmud, which is tamein. And the Rebbe says we're mikra and agadta and kabbalah fit in which category, but they all fit in. Then in Sif Beis, the Rebbe clarifies and says if you're starting out as an adult. But if you actually succeeded, you actually managed to absorb all the information, so then you don't have to keep on doing this, because you already hazard everything so much. And we're going to get to this in a moment. But that's what you, that was the goal you reached. So then, you just go through Chomesh, Mishnah, you have a Seder just to go through it every now and then to refresh it. But now, now you can sit and learn Be'iyam. Havan Dover, Mitech Dover, Ladamez Dover, Ladover, Lachadish, Chedushi, Halachas, Rabbis. That all comes once you've completed the task of Shenech Kakhita B'Zechreine, Kola Teresh, Bechsava, Shabal Pekum. Now we get to Sef Gimel, the Alter Rebbe's Shitta regarding Zikaren and Shikha. Alter Rebbe says, the Divri Akoil, this is in reference to a debate about something else previously. When you begin learning, assuming you begin learning as an adult, every day, it's not enough to learn once or twice or three times. You have to memorize, you have to repeat it as many times as your memory, memory requires, necessitates, for you to actually remember it. And Mishnah Talmud Tzarech lachzer leim kifle kiflayim takes even more uh, repetition. 
What is the Evan Abaychen? What's the test? If someone asks you, Allah, you learn, you can answer him on the spot. That's the halachic hagdara of the idea and zikaran without the Rebbe is explaining it. And here comes, but further, here comes the first reference to Svarim nowadays. so what's this Lashon B'yachal Ayin B'svarim? doesn't mention anything about Shikha. Later he's going to mention, you can look in a safe and remind you. So here he doesn't mention Shikha. So either he means he didn't learn it yet, or at any rate, he's not getting into the definition of Shikha, just together with Vishinantam. And the Kasal Kadaitach, the Havamina was that it's good enough to be able to look it up, and we're uh, saying no. Then the Altarib says, Afshay Yadeh as a result, Layuchalum and Halachas Harbe. How much can you actually cover in this way? Layachash, you shouldn't, it shouldn't bother you. It's not your problem. He says, back then they had to learn a hundred times. And that's where these Lashaynas and Chazal about Shayna Pirkame Pa'am. Then the Altar Rebbe mentions Svarim a second time. Here the Altar Rebbe says it did change something. Now that we have it all written, that's the reason why we gave you a discount. You don't actually have to memorize, repeat it 101 times. Because we assume that somehow having the safer, having the writing in front of you, we assume makes it easier to memorize quicker. That seems to be the part. But the, the, the tzah, the, the result didn't change. You're still mechoyev to remember it just as well as ever. Note also that earlier in Hilchus Lamatayr and Perek Aleph, Sevav, the Alter Rebbe also mentioned something about this. That changed the nature of Hilchus uh, Malamdim as well. Amal, they had to talk and teach the whole Torah, the Fidus Seder that he describes. But now he just has to give him Shiurim and Gemara. More like along the lines of what we are what we are familiar with today. We'll get to that. We'll get back to that soon. So that's another example without the Rebbe is acknowledging the impact of Svarim, and also Nilchas Pesach right in the beginning. Seminish from Hesiv Gimel, but Deiris Halalu. Now the Rebbe says Sheina Chacham Shein LeTalmid of Halachas. The Shabbos Agalad Drasha isn't the Halachas anymore. Vishatayl Kasev Vasefer. So we see to some extent Svarim do change at least the the manner of learning. But it seems like the Alter Rebbe holds, it doesn't change the, the outcome. Now in Sevdalad, we get to the Alter Rebbe Shita and Shikha. The Chola Shechayach Dover Echad Mimishnosay Machmas Lechazer Alimud Ekaroi Malal Vakasav Kilo Meschayev and Avshoy. That's the Mishnah. And Gam Ever Belav Shel Torah. Alter Rebbe gets into the details. So it's not just a positive, the Shinantam, that Shvim Chudadim, they should be answered on the spot, but there's also a Shechayach. Is and here comes the third time, the third is uh, 
שנכתוב התנא שבעל פה ויוכל לעין בסברים מה ששכח, נהיה דעת רבי עד מה ששכח, לחיית הסברים can help you retrieve the memory that you had, אין זה מויל כלום, it's completely unhelpful, can be עד ששכח, over בלב, קרדם שעין, you're over before you had a chance to look it up, bam, you're over. Right, so it seems like Al Tarab is rejecting this idea of being able to retrieve information from elsewhere. And Al Tarab brings a raya, just like back then the raya the law of the chayra, back then they shouldn't have been over the law either, because they could have always gone back to the Rebbe. Without Svarim, they could have always gone back to what's the source of the information? The Rebbe. So you can always go back to your Rebbe and ask him again. If that were the case, so then you should never be over. And the fact that you were over then, when you can ask your Rebbe, so the same applies to Svarim. And B'chalal Al-Tarebbe says, Mitzvah Satayr Le'i Tishtanam B'Shini Hadoyres Le'yachal V'Le'yomer Dosa Le'lamam The Mahalacha can't change. Of course, that itself is its own discussion. We just saw a moment ago that something or a few things did seem to change. What could change? What can't change? Make Chilukim, or on some level you could say that whatever the Al-Tarebbe holds didn't change. You have to say it didn't change. We're not going to get into that separate discussion. Now, this may be raising some questions about what people are doing. So, the Alter Rebbe seemingly continues and addresses different tainas. Siv Vav, Siv Zayin, and Siv Ches. And Siv Vav, the Alter Rebbe says that this is only talking about Kshishochach Machmas Atzlus. Well, if it's Machmas Oinso, if your tainas, what do you mean? I couldn't, I wasn't able, I'm busy, I need Parnasa. Then, Eina Mishai Benafshe, Vigam Eina Over Balav. It's excluding Oinus. Okay. Zayin. And what if this a problem? The Mishnah says, "Talk Yachol, talk for all It's not a problem. What's talk for all So that's going to be part of the discussion here. The Alter Rebbe says that it's too difficult. His mind isn't really wrapping around it, so it just keeps on escaping him, and the review isn't helping. So in that case, even though you're not technically an honest, you could maybe just keep on learning it in perpetuity, endlessly. But uh, the Torah doesn't need you to do that, to focus on the things that are too difficult for you, that you shouldn't forget them. Adarabi, you should try to focus on what you could successfully remember. And don't worry about the things you can't, because anyway, you're focusing on other parts of Torah. It's not like you're wasting time. But then, Adarabi comes to Sifches, and there's a time that Adarabi is not Mechabal. If you come and just say, I'm a shak chengadu betivavetelalatoy, very forgetful. That even if I memorize, if I say it 101 times, I'm never going to be kind of the information long term. It's going to stick for a while, a day, a week, a month, and then I'm going to slowly forget it's going to seep out of my mind. al says, that's not a good time. Because it's Shabbos L'chon Nefesh Yisrael. We can't have a subjective Torah, everyone having their own Torah. You're Chayav and you're Pater because your nature is different. So the now comes along and gives what you might call a radical seder limut. So if you're a shakchen gadol, so let's say if you learn parak echad bayayim and you your you chaz a hundred times, it's only going to stick in your your memory for a month, and if you don't review it again, you'll start forgetting it. So that you should create, you should craft or say your limud around your, your, your memory span, your, the, your capacity for memory. So take a parak 
and chazer it as many times as you need. And then the next day, now you have a, your cheshbon is that you remember it for a month. So now I have 29 days that I can still learn other things because I didn't forget this, today's parak yet. <coughs> so for shleishim yoyim, you learn something new each day and you memorize it. And that way, each thing is going to last you for 30 days. By the time you get to the end of the 30 days, now you have to chazer everything that you learned already in Tana to make sure it doesn't uh, escape your memory. Once you finish chazara, if you have still some time left till the end of the next month, now you have time to cover some, some more material. So you fill that time with new material. Then at the end of that month, you chazer everything from the two months because everything lasts only a month. And you keep on doing that and keep on doing that until the chazar of everything you know itself fills an entire month. And then you just keep on repeating that forever. That's the Alter Rebbe's uh, response to someone who says, I'm a shakhen and I can't remember long term. The end of Sifches. Ah, that means that now you're basically, uh, you're, for the rest of your life, you're restricted to a month's worth of material, that material. Shouldn't bother you. He says, back then, you talk about people that only knew one Masechta, two Masechtas. Back then, without the benefit of Sfarim, they, they made a cheshbon that they should probably focus on what they were able to, to achieve, so they focused on what they knew. Then, now, to have add in Siftes, and we'll conclude our Fenim uh, portion here, that if you're a person like this, you're a shakhan, you can't aspire to learn Kala Kula, and you're only focusing on what you're able to cover in that amount of time according to that system. So the alternative says, your focus should therefore be on limur amayvili demaisa, the most important, most relevant, practical halachas, to mekayim them kolchasam, and to binizer from yisurim, especially the type of things that you can't always run and ask her of, or if you don't learn it, you won't even know that there is a question. So what is that? And learn those halachas, taka, Mishnah, and Talmud. Learn the, the halachas, and learn the Rosh Pes Yosef, Lefachas, and assuming that you can't advance beyond that, so you should stick to that. And then the Altar says, even if you do have a good memory and you do, you do have Shifas for Kalatay Kula, you should still start with these. Then the Alter gets back to Agadus and Musr and Tanakh. So it seems that's uh, the end of uh, looking to Finim. So it seems like the Alter Rebbe seemingly rejected out of hand all the ideas that we were, uh, all the theories we were uh, uh, suggesting earlier. So first of all, one could ask why. And Lahoyer, that the Alter Rebbe is really the Bal Hadvaramir, he's the Machadesh, he's the one who's taking it to these extremes, so to speak. He's the one asking about what about Svarim, what factor do Svarim nowadays have? And L'chayr, we, we do not find such clear Hagdaras uh, before the Alter Rebbe. And in fact, that if the Rebbe turned the Shulchan Aruch, for example, they all were completely mashmit, they completely omitted the whole din of Vishinantam, Mechudadin, which is a big plank in the Alter Rebbe's system. It's not even mentioned in any of those Mechayrs. The Alter Rebbe brought it back. So, 
really all, it's really all here in the Alter Rebbe. We have to figure out what the Alter Rebbe is trying to say. And the main question, of course, is that it doesn't seem like anyone is following the Slamaisa. So we have to stand up for ourselves uh, somewhat. Usually we want to take the Alter Rebbe shit to, to, to the end, but here, uh, we have to find uh, some middle ground here. So the first marker, when you're learning the first place you look when you want to be ma'ayin in these inyanim, of course, is in the beer, many, the multi-volume beer of Remart Cheshmol Ashkenazi, on Hilchastam Atayra, has one safer, one krach per parak, on average. Right? So Remart Cheshmol Ashkenazi, the Rebbe Parach Abad, he went through this entire sugya. I believe this was back in the Mems and the Nuns, with the Rebbe's encouragement, if I'm not mistaken. And he literally goes through every line and the comments and every psik and every tag. For anyone, as anyone who's familiar with this forum knows. And of course, that also means that when you're actually looking for something on a topic you're interested in, that means having to crawl through many dozens, if not hundreds of pages, to find the different artists. So if you look in Sivdala, the Alter Rebbe says, and the Alter Rebbe shoots down that Kasalka Daitach. So Rav Ashkenazi has a few Ha'aras. You look at Ha'ara 28 Aleph. So he's Medayak in the Alter Rebbe. The Alter Rebbe said, Interesting. The Alter Rebbe could have said, but it made it clear that you're reminding yourself. So it could be, he says, the Kasaka Daitach Taka was, that Taka, even when you reread the Sefer, the Kasaka Daitach Taka was rejecting, was that even when you look in the Sefer, it doesn't look familiar. And still I would think that maybe, comes out to them and says, no, it doesn't work. That can be a Kula, that can work out for us. Could be, the Altarev would be Maida. That if you're ma'ayin in the Sefer and you feel like it's reminding you, Mashashachach, not that you're relearning it, but that you're retrieving the information, it's not familiar, you just needed to look it up to see it inside, to see it b'fnim, then maybe you're talking not over on the love. Right now we're focusing on Sevdal, the love. You're not over on the love. You're not Mishayev and Afshay. And you're only over and Mishayev if when you look in the Sefer, it's still completely unfamiliar to you. And he points out that we can stall this too, we can connect this to a discussion in Shas, different things Chazal say, Shakhum, the Chazru, the Yastum, that it was it existed, it was forgotten, and it was brought back. Right? The Chazal come to say that don't think that certain things are only late inventions. Really, they were there all along from Matantaira. A famous example is the the Oisius Sophius. If you look in the ancient Ksav Ivri, maybe even the early Ksav Ashuri. You don't have mansapach. You don't have this concept, right? Why do why do five letters have a different shape when they're at the end of a word? Right? Interesting. It's its own topic and question. But in Sava Shuri today, they're there. And Chazal say, no, don't say that it's a later invention. That would be a little strange. We're writing in Sifri Torah with these oasis. No, shalkum b'chazur v'yosta. So Ashkenazi is assigned to the Ion Yaakov who gets into this discussion as to does that mean we're looking at it as a, a Dover Chadash, a new thing in Taira? Or no, it's the whole point to say that it's not a new thing in Taira. Because it was here all along, just because you forgot it doesn't mean that it went away, it's still here. There's a parallel there. So Rebbe Ashkenazi is arguing, he's suggesting that even in the Alter Rebbe's seemingly very strong words, 
Maybe there's room to talk a shtel ein, that there is a concept of zikaren through relearning, as opposed to it completely replacing your memory. That that Altarebbe clearly rejects, but maybe if it's aiding your memory. A bit later, Rav Ashkenazi continues in the 28 Gimel. He says, I wrote Le'el, that it could be that if it reminds you, it's not a problem. So he's been signing out to Gemara and Ksubis. It says in Gemara and Ksubis, You're an aid to something. You can write your aid down on a document for a future reference. And Rebbechanan says, Even though with his own memory, he left his own devices, he wouldn't remember this Eidus many years down the road. So Rashi says, what does that mean? Rashi says, He does remember on his own, but when he sees it, ah, now he remembers. It wasn't so forgotten. When they remind remind him, he remembers. But if Itaka comes, looks at the star and says, look, it's my handwriting, I, I guess I wrote it, but I have no memory of this. Then even this member of Gerechanan, they would be made that that is not a good edus. That Achman Amar Mepiem, Malami Piksavam, ultimately has to be Mepiem, not Mepiksavam. So this doesn't really count as Mepiksavam because it's reminding you. Oh, so you see Befeidish, the Gabi Other and Yanim, Zakarin and Shikha and Halacha, edus, that if you can read it in the document and you remind yourself, that's Mepiem, that's not, that's not Mepiksavam. Unless you can't remember it at all. That's also a nice parallel to the idea we're suggesting. And then Abashkenazi is with Zion to the Sefer Divri Avis, Perkei Avis, Perkimel, which is where some of these halachas are from. Divri Avis is Bchach, for those familiar, wrote different Svarim and Halacha, Sidashirov, back in the 1800s. So on the mission of the Stiver of Yanim Shimbra Mayor Kol Shekh of Rahman Mishnasa, Malva Kos of Kilm Mishai and Afshay, which is one of these Makaris that I was using. So Divri Ovis zooms in specifically on the example of writing, and maybe uh, you can see that he's expressing himself. And he says that I think that if you write down what was the Shadash, even if you forget it afterwards, there's no taina on you. Because if you write it in a safer, Lamanyam do Yamanabim. What's the difference if it's inscribed and engraved in my heart or if it's inscribed and engraved on a piece of paper? I outsourced it to the piece of paper, Taka. And he mentions, that this works for Edus as well. Edus, of course, we emphasize that it can't be completely forgotten. It uh, reminds you somewhat. So Paul Shagain here, and then the, the different office goes further and says, that if you wrote it down, even if, not the Gabi Eidos, but the Gabi Teira, even if you ain't shum his zikaren, even if Itaka does not uh, jog your memory at all, doesn't ring a bell, which would not work for Eidos, but maybe here we say, the imat kirilei midkar. Remind you, then you remember. Because it's not, uh, you forget everything to one degree or another. There's always things that are distracting you. So, you were counting. Your whole chashman was, I'm outsourcing, he doesn't use these words, but, I plan to begin with, and I say, I'm keeping my memory over here. That's, he's essentially saying that pretty clearly. That doesn't count as shecheach. 
Then he says, Al-Kopanim, we don't have to go that far to say that you totally forgot, then it's still okay. It's not Matzi B'Shum Loi Metayra. Unless someone completely dropped learning. They're in learning and they completely dropped it, then you start, uh, your memory starts to go. But if you're, you're always, you blab in Taira, you're always Isaac and Taira, and you just have different Tirdas, Parnasa, this, that, the other thing, it's unlikely that the Shikha will be that severe. It says, in fact, paradoxically, Writing something down can have the effect of worse memory, right? Because you write something down, right? You can go around and, and memorize a shopping list, and that's annoying, Lamarzagan. So instead, you write it down on a piece of paper. Now I don't have to remember the shopping list. I have it on a paper. So paradoxically, yeah, when you write it down, you're being Messiah Daitame Advanam Lagamre, and you're not being Kaveyat Bizikhraina because you're being Semech on the Ksav. But it leaves a trace, it leaves a, a ration, and you'll be misheard. And when you reread it, you'll say, all oh, right. And anyway, the only reason why you forgot is because you're learning other things. And then afterwards, there in the Divri office, there's another keta, which is not on the Mishnayis, but whoever it was that printed it said, I found another tzetel that he wrote on this topic. And he begins and says, I wrote elsewhere about this. And he, among other things, he writes, I have questions about the nature of shikha. What is shikha anyway? Right? Start at the basic level. If you don't remember right away, but you need to sit down and you need to think for a minute, and then you're going to remember it, most of us would agree that by any reasonable definition, that counts as remembering. And what if you need someone to remind you a little bit and say, you know, you remember the thing? Oh, right, right, thank you. Yes, I remember. So that should also count. So then... You know, building from there, that's how you get to these ideas. So you see that the Divri Avis, who's going b'chalalos without the Rebbe's uh, Yisraelis, but this is where the Divri Avis is taking it, this is what he wants to say. He focuses, like we said, especially on Ksiva. By Ashkenazi, he wasn't focusing on Ksiva Dafka. Another thing about Ashkenazi mentions in Ha'ara 28 Dalet, that there's a Shita Mekubetzis in Timura, that says, apparently, seems seemingly clearly, that they have shikha, so they write it down. There's this idea that you forget, you look in a safer, so there's a mucker from somewhere about this as well. So, at least specifically about or even Svarim in general. Now, this is all focusing on the Mishayah B'Nafshoi, the Lav of shikha. It would seemingly be harder to make the case, like Siv Gimel, Vishinantam, Zikarim, Gamgim, and Bechlal, what should our Seder Limud be? Based on the Al it still seems like, you know, you want to give Turitzim to the Abba, what should we, how should we sit down to learn? But if you look in Ashkenazi's artist earlier in Siv Gimel, and Al Tadebet Taka that place without the Rebbe Taka says that it changed a little bit. You don't have to chazer a hundred times. So he writes in R56 Bays. He says, I didn't succeed in figuring out which uh, mucker he means. I assume he means someone very recently who said that if we go with the Yisoyed Taka that we just went through from Siv Dalet, that maybe looking in a safer can count as memory. So Rebbe Zoe, same thing here. 
If Teresh is written in front of us, so you can remember, even if you uh, forget. So that means, you don't have to chazer a hundred times. And it's enough if you learn enough so that you'll always be able to pull the safer off the shelf and remind yourself what you need to know. Someone wants to say that you could take it further and talk to say even Melchatchila, the Oifen Alima, the Oifen Azikaren, it's sufficient to say that that counts as Zikaren. So, Abazai, you, you, know, you need nowhere near 100. Then Rabbi uh, Ashkenazi says, Tzarechion, if it stems uh, fully with uh, the Alter Rebbe, because later it says the Alter Rebbe said, Aya, they could, the, the, even back then they had their Rav. So, Abazai, why? You know, Feed that same logic. If you tell me that it's enough that I know where to look, so why ask the same taina? The Alter Rebbe would ask the same taina. Why back then was there? Why did they back then did they have to chaser a hundred times? They could have just gone to their rav. Could say there it's different because there ultimately a rav isn't always around and he won't be around forever. And once he's gone, then where's, where's the knowledge? The, the knowledge, I mean, we'll get to some, Armag did the whole thing differently, that it's about Taka preserving the knowledge of Taira. But either way, even according to Al-Tarabi, you could say that if it's only up to your Rav, that's not, not a very great system, not a very reliable system. But maybe the Al-Tarabi would be more that today when Sfarim are around, and they're not, not under any threat of disappearing, so... Uh, then that could factor in, that could be part of our cheshman, even when I'm learning, that I can always reference my svar. If it can fit in with the v'shinanta, mechudadim b'ficha, b'ligimgum, that seemingly the Rebbe said clearly. The question would also be, if you just isolate that, that it should be b'ligimgum, meaning you, even if you remember, but you have to think, that's already b'gimgum. Uh, is that mamish? How important is that? It's Maybe that's not uh, the most important. If everything else is beseder, you don't have an iser shikha and you're being mekayim the yediyas hatayra more or less because you can always find what you need. So if you're not mekayim the spitz of veshinantam, so we see that he's open to this possibility. Ashkenazi is open to this possibility. Even the chatchila, the zikar, and the limud might be able to base itself on uh, on this idea. Before we go on. I want to, uh, again, say some of, uh, you know, Beich Svaris, as it were. L'chayra, there are some differences and developments even today versus the time of the Alter Rebbe. One big issue is, is that even if you were out to do with the, the minimum, the Shakchen, who's only going to learn Hilchus HaTzrichus, only Reivay Rechayim, and Miyat Yeredei, and Parah Erez, and Parah Is that even possible today, Practically. Back then, the Alter Rebbe still said you can learn Shulchan Aruch, right? Because the Metzias of the world and the Metzias of Halacha hadn't changed that much since uh, the Shulchan Aruch. But look at uh, where we are today. The amount of situations, the amount of inventions, the amount of objects we have in our daily lives, the, the conditions of life, the things that happen, the things that come up. The amount of Halacha says, I don't know, I have a number for it, but uh, it's certainly more than doubled and quadrupled and at this point, every single subsection of halacha has its own monograph, a whole sefer, just telling you the halachas of that area of halacha, halacha lemaisen. Right? So how, if you even were setting out to, I'm going to just learn the halachas of and I'm going to fit it into a month's worth of something that I can review in a month. There's probably more than 30 svarim uh, just on those, you know, if you want to do a sefer a day, which is probably too much to do. There's more than 30. How are you going to fit it into that time? 
So the, the Pasha Damatsias is very different. Another Svari you could, uh, you know, spin out is that uh, you can call it Yidid Sadeiris or whatever you want. But, but if not, if you put the halachic shakavatariya aside, if someone came today and said, I want to be the most, in any tchum of, of knowledge, Torah or Lahavdal, anything else, and says, I want to be as efficient with my time and my skills, I, I want to put in the, the best amount of work that will provide the best results. How would, what would we suggest? What would the strategy, what would the learning strategy be? L'chayr, we wouldn't tell you uh, spend many days and hours, hours and days and weeks uh, memorizing stuff so you never forget anything. That doesn't seem like an efficient use of your time. Right? Try to be efficient. Try to only memorize the yesoidus, the things you need for day to day. And beyond that, try to learn systematic ideas that can sort of give you the bigger picture so you have an in to whichever subjects you have an interest in. And then... Uh, beyond that, you should have the, the searching and the researching skills so that whenever a specific issue comes up, then you'll be able to drill down, dig down into that subject. The whole world is, and, and the, the, the field of knowledge, the field of study is designed that way today. So, psychologically, Akopanim, someone's going to come along and say, I, I know I can, I have all this farm on the shelf, and I know I'm able to research, and I know I'm able to integrate this information in new ways, unique ways, that I don't have to just sit and memorize by rote. Will a person even be able to be matzliach? You put a person down and say, no, 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 you have to ignore all that and sit here and just memorize things. And uh, will he even be able to make it through the month uh, doing that? Love dafka. People might uh, just get broken by the whole thing before they're uh, ever matzliach, even by the definition that the Alter Rebbe set. So maybe to some extent, we're all in the gather of Sevav uh, or Sev Zion. We're Onus to some extent. Or, uh, or it's all talk for all of Mishnasa. It's too hard. It's all halachas chamuras to us. Maybe we can somehow shoehorn it into that Hagdara. Uh, and on the other hand, let's say everyone actually does follow the Altar. Let's say we have Kabbalah, so we're going to do what the Altar says. Will there be, will there be any Rabbanim left? Will there be anybody who actually knows anything? Or we're all going to get stuck uh, chazering things, uh, right? The whole assumption that Rebbe is, is that there are people that are doing much better. Go'enim, Rabbanim, they're for sure going to be master called Torah. You have a problem. You're a shakhan. Okay, so this is, don't worry. It's not your problem. You live your life and, and you learn what you need to learn. But what if even the biggest politician today don't really have the... Uh, Ability for whatever reason to actually memorize qualitative in the way that Altar writes. So they should all be learning just uh, a month's worth of material over and over again. Then we'll, we'll be left with nobody, with nothing. Someone who has a good memory in Taita nowadays is talking to someone who remembers Shalei Be'erach more than other people, but still nowhere close to everything. And like I'm saying, if you actually enforce it, we might just equalize. So everyone will just be in the same boat. And then another point which one can make is that even the, the Metzius of Svarim has changed dramatically since the Alter Rebbe. Even the, just in the last 20 years. Right? The Alter Rebbe mainly is just focusing on the development of the Teresh Valpeh is written. Right? Of course, a lot happened after that as well. Chiburim, manuscripts, printing, especially since the printing press. But even 100 years ago, we wind 100 years ago to a shtetl in Eastern Europe. Right? Look at the descriptions. Did people have a bookcase at home full of Svarim? No, 
Sounds like each shtetl had one set of shas in the shul, one the kutatera, and uh, even in Kfar Chabad, after the war, they say that, uh, you, you know, you were looking for the kutatera, you had to go uh, to the Karasik's house, because Reza Karasik's wife uh, was using the kutatera. So uh, you had to go uh, chase her down to get her back. That's, uh, that's how things were as recently as then. So to what extent are svarim integrated in your life? Not that much. They're around, they're there, but it's not behesek uh, yad like that. And even if you had a library, every, even if a shtetl had a shtetl library in the shul, you know how many important svarim were missing completely? They didn't have a single copy of altogether because they couldn't get it. And even a few dozen years ago, after the war, when you already have, everyone has their bookcases at home, but was it common for a, a good safer, a chash of a safer, an important safer to just not be available? It was very common. You just can't find the safer. I mean, maybe someone has it, but you have to, how are you going to find them? It wasn't easy to find things, uh, find the people that have this firm that you need either. Right? All of a sudden, in the last 20 years, you have this mitzvah where uh, the whole concept of not having access has been almost completely uh, obliterated. You have access to everything. And at the same time, also in the last 20 years, you have these uh, incredible search capabilities which uh, allow you to find things maybe faster than it would take for you to remember using uh, just your memory alone. So these are other factors, again, not necessarily uh, you know, with big mechitis, but uh, at least thoughts to keep in mind. So I saw some is actually Mitzayan on this topic. He was Mitzayan generally. That this, on this topic, there's a, 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 not such a well-known safer, the kind that no one would have heard of or been able to find until the uh, last uh, couple of years. There's a safer on Masechus Avis called Pirosh Me'er Habonim, written by a Rav by the name of Rav Ayeh Mordechai Mirvis of Radin. I didn't have a chance to check if he's related to the chief rabbi. Um, might very well be. But uh, he was a Rav in Radin. He printed the Sefer in the Tafesh Tadak Beis, 1932. He has a in Radin. He has a skamas from the Chafetz Chaim. Chafetz Chaim writes, Herani, the Gaivet, the Irenu, showed me the Sefer. And the Chafetz Chaim says, I'm not endorsing the Sefer, but I'm endorsing the man. I know he's a Rav going by Torah, by Yiram, Yisride, Der Hayashan. There's also a skamas from Chaim Ezer. He says, I talk a good look in the Sefer, and it's talking very good. So I looked in the Sefer, and I found that he actually said, Many of these uh, same ideas on the Mishnah. Yachlaf will talk for love. Mishnah say, "Ene chayev al sheyesh of Yisina milibai." He says, as he's already explained in the preceding passages, that uh, your mischayev and afshoi when you forget, and the forgetting shows that you don't care about it. You didn't bother remembering it. Right? Since, since it doesn't hold importance to you, so, yeah, of course you forgot it. That's usually how memory works. You remember the things that are important, then you forget the things that are not as important. But if it's tough for all of Mishnah, if it's something else, and that's what caused it to be forgotten, then it's not, a, it's not your fault. And what's takva? So the way he defines takva is, it could be either at the beginning, you didn't hazard enough, because if you learn something once, no matter how into it you are, it's not likely that you'll be able to remember everything that you just read. Number two, it could be that uh, you learned uh, too much, so it's just too, uh, information overload. It could also be that uh, when you learned it, it wasn't so clear. You usually remember the things that are crystal clear to you, things that are a little fuzzy, you're less likely to remember. 
And in Takfal, Mishnasi, he says, can also include if it was just very hard to chazer because of different problems uh, in life, which Talmud Rebbe also already mentioned. So then he goes on and says like this, Luli the Mistafina, if not for the fact that I was afraid, what I would say is as following. All these chiyuvim and perkayavas, it also says you always have to be chazing to retire non-stop, and if you stop and interrupt, you forget something, all these mischayah b'nafshay mishnayas and perkayavas. So he says, my theory is, he says, is that this was only the chayv before Taka Tereshavah Peh was written. You talk out to be shayn and everything, shayn 40 to 101 times, maybe up to 400 times. So that's why you have to be chazering non-stop, pashat literally, bigashmias. If you stop for a moment and you look at the field, boom, your memory, your whole, uh, the whole edifice collapsed. You, uh, you were constantly, uh, you have to run on the, on the treadmill of memory to remember everything or else. And now we have so many svarim. No one is able to be lamed bekulam. And then, also, fima shinismatu halavavis atzleinu. Sai the the content, the the, the quantity has taka balloons already in 1932. And uh, also nismatu halavavis At this point, if you just keep on reviewing things 400 times, you will remain a total amaharetz. So meila, you have no choice. Nishtana seder limud hatayra atzleinu ba'ifan achal legamre. So the by necessity, it transforms the Seder Limon HaTayna. You have to focus on whatever is Negei Lamaisa B'zman HaZeh. Rakadesh Nucha Limtsoi HaHalacha B'mekayma. Just all our aspiration is, is that when the Shaila comes up, I should Taka be able to at least know where to look it up. That's the that's Taka what we can aspire to under today's conditions. Then I can look it up and see what the place can hold. The gam bechlau and other areas of Torah as well. Halacha, God, the Midrashi Torah, shaloyiu muzarim lano. They shouldn't be strange, right? You hear, you hear uh, someone's chazering a medrash, and you, you say, "What? I never heard that before. That sounds so <laughs> uncharacteristic, almost. I never expected there to be a medrash that sounds like that. So that means you're uh, you're a bit out of it. So we should at least uh, nothing should be strange to you." And he mentions this word that in Gan Eden they'll remind you what you learned. Atreb also mentions that, but only the Gabe going through Kalatayda Kula once, but he's applying it more. But it's not possible that Divritayya should be Mukhudadim Bafinu Bao Peh. Everything from Khachmi Atalman Ad Dereinu Zeva Ad Bhlao. And he brings a marker for this in Hilkhishita. If you Makaiman it says in Hilkhishita, it says in Yeridaya Siman Alif, but a Shaykh, the Shaykh has to know the Allahis. But the Shukhan also says that if he says, says I, I don't know the halacha, but I know enough that if it happened, I would know to ask. Call him, he's Yedeya Hechashchita. So that's halacha there. So, Chena Dover at Sleinu, that even if you don't have to ask, if you're a Chacham and you have to open a Sefer in order to find the halacha, that's already a Yedeya. That's our definition of Yedeya mm-hmm. nowadays. Even though you're not Yedeya at Varamalpeh. 
Ramela, he says, Ramazoi, all these other Mishnayas following up as well. You don't have that Chiv to be doing it non-stop according to his uh, understanding because even when we learn, we learn from a Sefer. C- can you walk down the street and have your nose in a Sefer? Some people could do it. Most people, it's not practical. So, Ramazoi, Hayoi is the whole Limudist from Svarim and I'm not walking with a Sefer. So, uh, that whole Mishnah doesn't apply. If I'm walking down the street, I can say, Manoah Ilanzer. You should, uh, to the extent that you can, you should speak about Torah uh, and Yerushalayim, of course, uh, in your spare time. And he says, I'm not here to be mekel ula shel Torah, to put Torah down. Fakert, I'm here to encourage, I'm here with a message of encouragement, because otherwise everyone is full of yosh and despair. We're all uh, being, uh, we're all being over on bittel Torah. And uh, they told us, you're not supposed to be misyayish, yosh and atzvus are very bad. He says, and I myself can tell you that I saw old Veteran Rabbanim, it's not like the Rabbanim are uh, doing any better. Trust me. So, I'm here to pull away the, the curtain that's covering the, you know, to expose the truth. Of course, if you can, then while you're walking, you should be Isaac and Tayyar. Now, this Nukula that he mentions, Mechashchita, so you actually look in the Alter Rebbe as well, in that, there in Siman Aleph. So when it says that it should be Shkurim Befiv, Alter Rebbe interestingly says, That's interesting. Alter Rebbe says that uh, at least there in Shilchashchita, the Meir doesn't have to know every halacha about Peh, he can look it up. The Chiddush was that really Hilchashchita should be Shkurim Befiv, because it's very important. Then there's this Vart of if he knew to ask, that's enough. And the Rebbe says, gives examples of what we mean by that. What is something that the Shekhan has to know on the spot, and what are the things that the, the Shekhan has to know to ask? Gets into the details there. To know the Ikre Halachas. So you see this vart there in the Altar Rebbe Taka. It's Shulchan Aruch in the Altar Rebbe as well. And even here, we actually saw this Lashen here in Siftes. Right? right there, when the Rebbe was saying how you should uh, learn, what you should focus on, the Rebbe said that when you learn, it should be, because you can't ask the Rav everything, so you see the Rebbe is acknowledging even over here that there's some kind of limud in which doesn't mean you know what to do, but because you now you're And you look there, Taka, in the Ashkenazi, and uh, our 27 bays on Sif Zion. Um, so Rabbi Ashkenazi writes, Tzorech Iyum, or no, this is early in Sif Zion, when the Alter Rebbe gives the, lays out his Seder Limud for Shachan. So Rabbi Ashkenazi says, Tzorech Iyum, Seder Limud Zeh, Tzorech Liyaz, Gam Kisho Isik, Ba'alachas Atzrichas Lamaisa, of Sif are you also over Meschayah B'Nafshay if you uh, are not, don't do sufficient Chazan Alachas HaTzrichas? If you do that, then you'll never know the Alachas HaTzrichas Taka, this problem, this problem that we have, which is, can you even master Alachas HaTzrichas following the system? Or should we say, and use this idea and say, no, better to learn as much as you can, even if you don't learn them properly, and then you'll be Mestapik V'Shayel. Right? The Alter did mention this Musag here. And he mentions this a few more times in different places. So maybe we can talk a combine within the Alter Rebbe. We can talk a combine these ideas and say, 
First of all, nowadays most people will never be able to finish even halachas atzriches, maybe even on the level of lishal uh, l'stapik. Honestly, that's that's that would be nice if everyone would know uh, every shaila to ask. That would also be nice. And but statistically, I'm assuming that the average year in the shtetl had a har b'shaila uh, once a year, a few times a year. And the amount of shilas you can come up with in today's day and age on a daily basis from one thing to the next, it's a whole different level. So we have, we take this concept, which has some basis in the Altarebbe, and we can combine it with the idea, we said earlier, the idea that the Sfarim are an extension of your Zikaram, which also has perhaps certain basis in the Altarebbe. The question would be, why is the Seder Alibun Yeshivas still seemingly so out of whack with any, anything we're saying. So you could say that perhaps that without this Yisoy, without this starting off with these years of Eon, it could be that it's like you don't have any Havana at all. You need to have some basic Havana of how terror works. And then you can learn the Allah HaTzirichis. But just to go straight to the Allah HaTzirichis, you're going to, you'll be Mamash and Amaret, even what you think you know. And Bahamas, if you look earlier in the Altar Rebbe Perak Aleph, when it comes to teaching a child, the Altar Rebbe writes, when the Altar Rebbe said, that it's all written, you don't have to teach Kol Teresh Malpeh the way they used to. What the Rebbe Lama should do is, Yilamdanu lahav and hatev betalmud urev hamakaymas, gam bahalachus vesugyas hamukais, imurev apaiskim yishenim achreinim, viyamidanu al iyan halacha lamaisa, shiyucha laayim atzma ilumid lahav nulahiris, kol halacha lamaisa, mitach iyan betalmud apaiskim yishenim achreinim. And then the child can go and complete the Torah call, Torah Kula on his own. So you see, the Alter Rebbe somehow in Perak Av was saying that you should spend years learning Sugis Bi'im. And Baruch Hashem, Ashkenazi Taka has Ha'ara there in Perak Av, in Sivav, Ha'ara for Gimel. Perak Beis, Alter Rebbe started off and said that you shouldn't, if you're just learning Shlish Shlish Shlish, that does not include learning Bi'im and being Machadish. Right? That should be only after you complete Kol Torah. You should only focus on the halachas and matayim and the And here in Perakav, the Alter is saying you should sit and learn sugyas biyin in yeshiva with the talmidim. The tzarech beer, by by kasha. So maybe we could say this idea, either this idea that you need a certain basis, you need to have a certain kinyan in Torah, or else you'll just be uh, completely mindless without uh, understanding what's going on. Or you could say that. The chinuch, the way the Alter Rebbe describe, describes it, is built on the assumption that every child, <laughs> at least potentially, can vaksois a god of Yisrael. So the the learning is geared towards that of Israel. We're assuming we'll be the vaksois vaksins and not a god of Yisrael. So we're already starting now on the sugyas and giving you that yisoid in, in learning leion, and then you'll fill out all the rest. We're we're hoping and assuming that you will be able to be matzliach. Bukhaira, you should be able to tell pretty early on, at a pretty early age, whether a child has this potential or not. And Bukhaira, then you should, maybe you, one would ought to adjust the learning. Bukhaira, interestingly, if you look at Paragalaf, the Altarebbe doesn't seem to acknowledge this whole possibility. What if the child, Altarebbe talks about when he should start, if he's four, five, six, seven, but once he's in Cheder, the Altarebbe just assumes that he's uh, learning Sugyas Biyin. No? I mean, even in the time of the Altarebbe, we know that not every child was capable of learning Sugyas Biyin. Interesting, and uh, so we could say if this is Vartaka, the difference between Pergal and Perg Beis, that when you're starting from a child, you do learn Beion. So then you could say that as long as you're still in yeshiva, we're still striving, we're still aspiring 
to, that maybe you'll, this will talk to be matzliach. You'll talk to learn, but you know, then you'll be mashlam kolatayda kula. Only once you leave Yeshiva and it doesn't happen, oh, whoops, it didn't work out. But uh, it's built on this assumption or this illusion that we're all, uh, that's taka how yeshivas are kind of designed anyway. We know that uh, people complain that yeshivas are built in the uh, illusion that everyone just wants to learn the Ion all day. And there's other non tiredic explanations as to why yeshivas today are the way they are. And, you know, the question is, some people argue that maybe some Bachram ought to be learning a uh, different Seder Limud that's more suitable to them. That's a different discussion. One more in a Kudah and the Atarah, but there's a Kuntras Achenin, a long Kuntras Achen, the beginning of Pere Gimel, about not getting married uh, because it's going to affect uh, the learning. There the Atarah seems to say something different about this whole... Isra shikhas atayra mitzvah. Here from Shulchan Aruch, it sounded like it's mamish a mitzvah. It's mamish a love. But there, Alter Rebbe has to confront that Rambam doesn't mention any of this stuff at all. So Alter Rebbe says, Muzman Zagin, that uh, there is no separate Isser. The mitzvah say the Talmud Torah kilchasa the love the shikha him dover echel lefi das Rambam. Then Alter Rebbe says, Vashicheach. If you forget because you didn't chaser properly, maybe according to the Rambam, that would be included in talk for all of Mishnasai, that the talk isn't your fault. Then al says, he doesn't want to say that in the Rambam, the Zed Doichik, because other Mepharshim seem to explain it differently. So his conclusion is, the al says there is that this talk, no separate mitzvah, no separate Aveda. He says, there's a, there's a certain chiv limonatayna, just like the shalish, where did the three, three, three come from? The, the three thirds. Kach kiblu chachamim biur mitzvahs van hagas halimud ishmi piyish that you have to learn in this oifin. So the same goes for this as well. So v'shinantom is an asmachta, and his delav v'shamer is an asmachta. It's all just kabbalas chachamim ishmi piyish tzarech lisker kol and that's why it's not in the tayag. So it sounds like the Atarab is saying something a little different here. The smak, Taka counted it to the smak, argues in the Ram and holds his So first of all, we see the Atarab was actually open. At one point he writes it, Azoi b'nichusa, ha-shecheyach, ma'achma, she'eni chayzi limudi karoi, afshad ha'ava b'chal, ta'kfal mishnasi b'da'as ha'ram. Doesn't seem to be the maskana though. But even on the continuation about the Ram versus the smak, according to the Ram and Kumtoi said, it's, it's not, uh, not an assay, it's not a lot, it's just Kabbalah ish v'piyish of the proper sort of limerataira, so I mean, Ashkenazi has a ha'ara there and says, Rebazoi, does this bring into question the whole sifchas? If sifchas stems with the kuntras achen. If it's just kabbalah schachamim, so Rebazoi, the whole sifchas about the shachim betivoi, maybe the whole sifchas about shachim betivoi is only according to the smak. Your taka being over and a lot of died but if it's me kabbalas chachamim b'seder alimud, then maybe the halacha should be that even if you're a shakham b'tivoy, better to finish kol atayda kula than just sticking your whole life to the same monthly loop. <coughs> so that's another factor to keep in mind here that there's that kuntras So when we combine all of this, and I'm sure there's other halachas and other diyukim, so maybe we could sort of find some basis for what we began with, this idea that's can have a little bit more of an open mind about memory, storage, retrieval, according to the way the world works today. So, 
Kumtois, back to our question for Eitavis, it means that the fact that there are Svarim does have a certain, in fact that we have Svarim, maybe even to the extent that we have it today, Taka does have an effect on the way this halacha works. Just like the Alter Rebbe was also made that it changed the Kuf Pa'amim, and it changed the way Malangim teach their children. So Ebazoi, maybe the Alter Rebbe would accept that also. Especially since we said that it's seemingly impossible uh, anyway to, to do the way the Alter Rebbe described it. Now, Bechal, this is all, I just want to clarify, this is all of the Alter Rebbe's Shita, that there's a personal chiv. If you look in Sfarim outside of Chabad, you'll see that the way they always phrase it, it's, frame it is, is the Alter Rebbe versus Reb Chaim Velazhener. Reb Chaim Velazhener, it's a line, and the Velvel Brisker has an Olarichus on it, but basically the bottom line is it's a whole different understanding, which I alluded to earlier, which is that could be the Isra Shikhas HaTayra is only referring to the existence of Torah, back when it was Balpeh, if we didn't have an amazingly foolproof system to make sure that everyone remembered, that all the details were remembered, Torah would talk and be forgotten. And that was the Isser. Once it was written down, according to Rebbe Lashner and Velma Brisker, the whole uh, issue goes out the window, because now it's on paper. It's not a chi of prati, it's a chi of clawing. But a lot of people, there's a lot of discussions on that, but since it's not anywhere in line with, uh, nowhere near in line with the Rebbe's Havana, so that's why I'm not focusing on it. Just to conclude, I found the tshuva of the Kleisenberger. The Kleisenberger has a tshuva in Divrei Yatsev, Chedek Yeredeh, Sim Kuflam and Hei, Emuter Lumet Arbeik Sheyene Zeicher. Tshuva from Mem Gimel. The Kleisenberger started Mifla Shas, a system for chazening, uh, acquiring Pekiyos and Mesechdes, getting Freherd and getting prizes. So, uh, Someone wrote that he's not slech a shas, but he feels guilty because the Alter Rebbe says in Mechus that uh, if you're going to learn it, forget it. Might as well not learn it. So he doesn't know if Mechus Shas is the right thing for him to be doing. He wrote to the Kleisenberger himself. So the Kleisenberger says that it's not only a question to, about Mechus Shas; it's a universal question. Everyone has this problem. To, everyone to 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 should be bleak gimgum. Who can uh, claim to achieve that? So we should only learn one paddock and one Mishnah. And Alter Rebbe himself says it. No, you have to be bucky in the Dvarim HaNoigim L'Maisa. All of that. He says, in order to know all of that, you need to learn lots and lots and lots of Torah. And uh, even just learning the Kitsurim is not going to be enough for you. And he throws in a line, he says, V'yadua, what my Elter the the Tzanzerov, told Godel Echad, who wrote a Sefer Kitsurah Halachas, so, it wouldn't be a, a good share if we didn't get a little bit into some history, some uh, who said what about who. So, I'll be a gala to you who the Kleisenberger Rebbe is referring to. And it's referring to the Kitzah Shulchan Aruch. There was a bit of a clash between the Divrei Chaim and the Kitzah Shulchan Aruch. They both lived around the time of the Tzemach Tzedek, Rebbe Marash. If you look at Heichal Val Shemtev, Volume 3, there's an article there about the Kitzah Shulchan Aruch and, and the Hasidic movement. And there's a section there on the, his connection to Divrei Chaim. He wasn't a Hasidic himself, but there was a lot of interactions and connections. So he got Askama on Teres HaZavach very early on from Divrei Chaim. And he got Askama from him on Lech Misimla, which we're learning here. Then, uh, many years later, in Tafresh Chavdal, when he wanted to print Kitzah Shulchan Aruch, he asked, he requested a Askama, and he got a no. Even after that, he got askam on Kesas HaSefer. So he was getting askamas on his Chashavah Svarim. He didn't get one on the Kitzah Shulchan Aruch. After Divri Chaim passed away, uh, the Shlomo Gansfri <laughs> printed his Sefer, All is Shame on Shame is Gitten. Now there's also Divri Chaim on Shame is Gitten. 
And he was massive. He quoted the different Chaim, and he was massive on the different Chaim a number of times, and Dafkam with Tasharfkeit. And that caused a backlash. And there was a whole kuntris, almost a Pashkaville, printed against him, called Muhammad Choiva, to answer back, to give him what he deserves. So in that kuntris, I think the second edition, there's a letter from Rav Shleim Ahalvishtam, the first Rav Shleim Ahalvishtam, the Enoch of the Rechayim, the head of the, the Bab of a dynasty. And he writes that right when I saw the Sefer, I saw the Hasagas, and I saw that the Hasagas were unfounded, they were baseless, and kol kavanasi hoyarak lachlik, and I know why. It's because when he sent the Sefer Kitzel Shulchan Aruch to the Tzanzer and he asked for Haskama, I remember the, the, the Tzanzer told him no. And he told him, I'm going to finish in a minute. And he opened up the Kitzel Shulchan Aruch and right where he opened, he showed him that this Tosim, the Taka uh, wrote things are in Nishrichdik. So that's why ever since then he has uh, Eva, Bechulu, and uh, I was not down him the Kafschos. So uh, ultimately he supports the, the counterattack on the, the, on the Kitzel Shulchan Aruch. So anyway, we see here this idea that even Kitzurim are not adequate. So how are you going to unison one parak your whole life? He says, look in the, in the Alter Rebbe, in Halacha Ches, about the Shakchen that he should keep on learning. It doesn't make sense. You should learn one Halacha your whole life. He says, the, what the Alter Rebbe calls a shachin is someone who can't remember kola tera kula. You can only remember halachas and aganegim lemaisa. What if we are likim lakui b'machas hashikha? That's that's what you're settling for. I can't uh, reach that. Uh, I can't attain that level either. So Rebbezai, just do whatever you could do. B'shitchias and Yisrael to be mevarer and me'ayin, etc. He continues in this vein, but because we don't have time, we will end it here. Have a happy Chag Hasvarim, as we call it, and a good chance.